2: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured, not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
1: She's the Oklahoma farm girl who became America's most successful idol. But Carrie Underwood's journey to stardom wasn't as easy as it looked. Carrie spent her teens fighting for fame, but finding only rejection. An impulsive decision led her to American Idol. She became a superstar overnight. Then she had to fight for respect from Nashville. And scandal soon followed. Carrie became one of the most successful artists of her generation, but she was still looking for love. Her Cinderella story was complete when she found her soulmate in hockey star Mike Fisher. Now Carrie opens up about her modern day fairy tale. This is Carrie Underwood the story behind the music. It's September 2012. Carrie Underwood is in Redding, Pennsylvania on the opening leg of her new
3: world tour. I want people to be blown away by this tour. I mean, that's why I named the album Blown Away. I just want people to leave saying, "Oh my gosh, I want to I want to see another one."
1: Carrie and her band have some last minute laughs.
3: Yeah. I see you guys up there too. Like, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then she walks to the stage, where she is slowly lifted to an arena full of fans who are ready to be blown away.
3: I think it's pretty indescribable that moment when you when you come out on stage when your set starts and that's when people are like they're loudest, they're most excited. I'm very happy when I'm on stage.
1: Carrie's love affair with her fans started just eight years earlier, when she made an impulsive and fateful decision to try out for American Idol.
3: There's so many great memories, so many great things I've been able to do and accomplish and be a part of. I've definitely had some luck on my side, but there's been a, a whole lot of hard work too. I got my opportunity and I took it. I think more than anything, that's what I would want people to take away from my life, is that there will be God-given opportunities. No matter what field you're in, you just have to recognize them and, and take them.
1: Carrie Underwood's Cinderella story began in a one stoplight town. She was born in 1983 and raised in rural Shakota, Oklahoma, population 3,500.
3: Chicago is just small-town USA, you know, a lot of a lot of good hard-working people not trying to be anything extravagant
1: Carrie's mom was a schoolteacher. Her dad worked at the local paper mill They owned a small family farm and Carrie and her two older sisters were the farmhands
4: Carrie's always been a good kid. She was a tomboy And she's always been an animal
3: person of any kind. We'd have the cows and it was the coolest thing ever. And I remember just thinking, oh my gosh, like this is a little calf. And I'm like bottle feeding this calf. I honestly think my love for animals was just born into me.
1: The only thing Carrie loved more than animals was music. She grew up singing in church and at school events. It's
3: my pleasure to introduce Miss Carrie Underwood, who's going to sing somewhere after. I was that annoying, look at me, watch me kid, I'm going to sing you a song now.
5: She's been singing from the time she was able to sing. Everybody knows that she's the most talented person in our class.
3: We had school plays, and we would have to try out for the lead role, like a competition, which I'm all about.
1: Carrie loved to sing all kinds of songs, but she was raised on country music. At the age of 10, she went to her first concert at the Oklahoma State Fair. Alan Jackson was headlining, but she was mesmerized by his opening act, Faith Hill.
3: She was so young and beautiful and doing her thing, and people loved her, and that, I think, really resonated with me. That was probably a reason I started singing in talent shows.
1: By the age of 12, Carrie was performing at talent shows and fairs, even local TV stations. You want to say hi to your class or anything? Just, I mean, they're all mm-hmm. up uh,
3: Hi, Dad. Uh, just hi to all my friends. Yes. Okay, <laughs>
4: now. My mom would make my outfits. I'd go find a pair of boots somewhere on sale, and I would design a whole costume around that pair of
3: boots. But oh, what a nice thing for my mom to do. She would put her time and energy into making me these things.
1: Over the next few years, Carrie performed in countless talent shows, but always came up short.
3: I never won anything, ever, ever, Um, so I learned how to lose. (laughs) Me being the competitive person I am, I did learn how to lose. I really thought she had the talent, and if
4: the right people saw her, that she would someday be discovered. (laughs)
1: In 1998, a local businessman saw 14-year-old Carrie perform, and he was so impressed he offered to help her set up meetings with record labels in Nashville.
3: We came to Nashville and like met a lot of people, and I, I did sing at Tootsies. I remember being so excited. I remember, you know, thinking this is Nashville, Tennessee. I can't believe I'm actually here.
1: Carrie was offered a development deal at Capitol Records. And in the spring of 1999, the 15-year-old recorded her first demos.
3: I remember the producers' wives talking about what we were going to wear to the Grammys. (laughs) I was like, huh? The what? (laughs) The Grammys? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously there were high hopes. And then we were, like, asking, like, when are these going to be finished? And they were like, oh, by the way, yeah, they're not going to be finished.
1: Carrie's hopes were dashed when Capitol decided not to move ahead with her recording contract.
3: Of course, you know at the time we were a little disappointed when everything didn't work out. I certainly wished it had been something that had happened, but that just wasn't the right place at the right time. And thank God, you know, because I was a, I was a baby. It's not a lot of growing up to do.
1: Carrie put her dreams of stardom on hold and returned to high school, where she graduated at the top of her class. And in 2001, she headed off to nearby Northeastern State University to study journalism. Music was no longer a career path she was considering.
3: I moved on to something more practical. I've always been a planner. I was going to college to get a job. That's what you did. You know, a singer, that's not a job.
1: But in August of 2004, while she was home on break before her senior year of college, Carrie saw a news report announcing auditions for the fourth season of American Idol.
3: I asked mom, you know, how far away is St. Louis? She said, why? I said, well, they're having American Idol tryouts there. I told her that, you know, I'd take her if she wanted to go. No, it's stupid. It's stupid. I mean, come on. What, <laughs> me? Try out for American Idol? Come on.
1: Later that night, Carrie reconsidered and made a fateful decision to drive to St. Louis for the audition.
4: I think she just realized that this was gonna be the last time that she was going to maybe get that opportunity.
3: I think I needed something at that point in my life to mess me up, you know, to get me away from my little controlled, planned out life. Going to St. Louis, out for a big title. We drove all night, so there was, you know, definitely kind of a, well, I sure hope this is worth our doing. (laughs) And when I walked in the room and saw them sitting there, and like, this is real.
0: She looked like, I'm a little scared. I don't know what this is. I don't know how this is going to go.
3: It was very, like, cut and dry. Like, what are you going to be singing for us today? I'm like, I can't make you love me. I remember they cut me off. And then I was like, oh. And then they started speaking positively. So I was like, okay.
0: Wow. This girl knows who she is. She's got the will and determination, and more importantly, the voice, to take her there.
3: They let me through, which was, oh my gosh, I'm going to Hollywood. Like, that just sounds ridiculous. I think my head was just spinning.
1: Carrie went back to Shakota to prepare for American Idol. She had to drop out of college for the competition, but as her parents drove her to the airport, she nearly had a change of heart.
3: fear of the unknown and failing in front of millions of people and I almost chickened out of it. I'm like crying in the car and my dad even said to me we can turn this car around we can go home and you don't ever have to think about this again. She said no I'll go
5: ahead and go. I'll go. A lot of emotion there. How come?
3: I don't know. (laughs) Because she went. (laughs) I didn't let dad take me home that day because Um, I think I always would have wondered, and I don't know if I could have dealt with that.
1: In November of 2004, Carrie took her first plane trip ever to Hollywood, California, where she joined nearly 200 contestants in the grueling Idol competition.
4: When she first began, that very, very nervous person up there on stage, And then after that, you could see a little bit of confidence building with her. She changed completely from that green country girl to being, you know, sort of a seasoned entertainer.
1: The turning point for Carrie came in the round of 11. She ventured out of her country comfort zone and belted out Hart's rock anthem, Alone.
0: She just like railed it, dude. We were like, whoa, oh my God. I mean, she can sing any song, she's effortless.
1: After 20 weeks, Carrie landed in the final two with her good friend, Bo Bice. But just days before the finale, Carrie was nearly knocked out of the competition by an accident she has never talked about.
3: We were getting fitted for like in-ear molds and I had had an incident with the lady that was doing mine and she managed to hit my eardrum. I was like in ridiculous pain and I couldn't hear out of one of my ears, like nothing, it was dead.
1: But Carrie pushed through the pain of a burst eardrum and performed on the finale.
4: Her ear was hurting her really bad, but the show must go on and you can't whine and complain about it. So I was just crossing my fingers, hoping I was
3: singing on key. There
4: was no doubt in my mind that Carrie had won and I'm very, very proud of her.
1: On May 25th, 2005, with over 30 million votes cast, Carrie Underwood finally won her first talent show.
3: He called my name, and I, to this day, I love confetti falling. I just looked up, and it was just beautiful. And all I could think about was his mom, and trying to find her in the audience. And she kept motioning me to come up there on stage, and and uh, you know I was thinking,
4: now is this what I'm supposed to do? Will they get upset with me if I go up there? was overwhelming
3: at that point in time because you don't know what to expect. It was so surreal. There's all these people that want to meet you and they're like, "Oh, I'll be working with you on your album." And I don't even know who these people are, and it was just it was chaos. And then afterwards, it was like time for press. That was like bam bam bam, welcome to your life.
1: Coming up next, the press pits Carrie against her childhood idol, and later she meets the man of her dreams when Behind the Music continues.
2: perfect home sweet home
0: this is it your moment this is your time to make your comeback with purdue global when you come back with a purdue global degree you create opportunity for yourself your family and your future it's a degree you can be proud of a degree that employers will trust and respect Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your
6: career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners.
1: In May of 2005, 22-year-old Carrie Underwood had gone from farm girl to superstar overnight as the reigning American Idol.
3: You're famous. I've lost you since the very first day.
1: Carrie immediately hit the road on an intense 47-city American Idol tour.
3: Oh, my gosh, this is craziness. Our new American Idol. Quickly becoming a country music superstar. This is just a bit overwhelming. Carrie! Carrie! It's really good to be home. I miss Oklahoma so much.
1: Along with the sudden fame came immense pressure.
3: You win American Idol, so what? That doesn't mean anything. It means you won American Idol.
1: Carrie moved to Nashville to start working on her debut album. Almost immediately, there was a battle at her label over the album's direction. The idea was that she was going to make a pop record. So we went through this political battle. She
2: put her foot down and she said, I'm a country singer. I make country music.
3: I did my best to make it clear when I was on the show that I wanted to sing country music. It just seemed like a natural thing, so I'm really not even sure why it was a question.
1: When it came time to choose her first single, Carrie couldn't have gone any more country. Jesus Take the Wheel was an inspirational ballad that put Carrie's Christian faith front and center.
3: I remember people being like, that was kind of risky, talking about Jesus (laughs) on your first single. And I'm like, this is country music. Like, they sing about Jesus all the time. It spoke of inspiration and faith.
4: And I remember getting letters from lots and lots of people to say how much it had affected their lives.
1: Released in October 2005, Jesus Take the Wheel shot straight to number one on the country charts. It exploded and that record became a pop hit, even though it didn't get pop airplay. It just was a popular record. Her album, Some Hearts, also debuted at number one and spent an incredible 27 weeks there. The album launched four number one country singles, including the massive smash, Before He Cheats. But while America idolized Carrie, the Nashville establishment did not some felt her success had come too easy
2: these people of course are rightfully a little upset
5: when somebody is thrust into the spotlight seemingly out of nowhere and very quickly
2: let's face it she won a talent contest and radio uh, and talent buyers were looking at her like that she had to prove
1: her muster
3: i'll be the the first person to say that you know i i don't deserve Know where I
1: am. People were resenting the fact that she had jumped ahead and all of a sudden she started getting nominations. You've
2: just put a record out. You're supposed to spend years working before you got there.
1: In April of 2006, Carrie won Breakthrough Video of the Year at the CMT Awards. Thank you so much.
4: This is my very first acceptance speech.
1: But backstage, reporters seized on some comments Winona Judd made when she was asked about Carrie.
4: I've seen her sing maybe once or twice, and I think she's good. I'm feeling like it's getting a little vanilla sometimes out there, and it's not just about her; it's just about music in general. Well, Carrie's in earshot of this, and I think it really, really hurt her feelings. Winona later said, "I was not saying you're vanilla. I did not mean that you were." And my apologies if if that's what came out. But I think in that moment, maybe the damage was done.
1: But Carrie says she and Winona immediately put it behind them.
3: I know Winona now. She's a really sweet person and I know what it's like now to have your words twisted. I do feel like that was a situation that got a bit out of proportion.
1: A few months later, Carrie was faced with another controversy. At the CMA Awards in November of 2006, she was honored to be up against her childhood idol Faith Hill for Female Vocalist of the Year. But when Carrie won the award, Faith Hill's televised reaction caused a media frenzy.
4: All you see is Faith Hill backstage going, what? Lots of buzz tonight about Faith Hill's reaction from the CMA Awards uh, when she lost out to Carrie Underwood. She was completely joking. And I know this for a fact, because I worked with crew guys that were back there with her saying, oh, she was cutting up. She was in a great mood. Everybody knew Carrie was going to win.
1: The tabloids ran with the story.
4: I think people wanted to paint Faith Hill as the jealous older artist, you know, this young rookie's coming along and stealing her thunder.
1: But Carrie insists there was never any bad blood between her and Faith. In fact, she was thrilled to talk to her childhood hero.
3: She called me immediately and and said it was just kind of a joke gone bad and I would never disrespect you and I had no reason, you know, not to believe her and I I said thank you, you know, that means a lot to me that you called. My heart hurt for because I knew that it wasn't right being portrayed in a negative way. People love a good story and sometimes if there's not one, they'll make one.
1: (laughs) By the age of 24, Carrie Underwood had sold more than five million records and won 16 major awards including two Grammys. As she started working on her second album, Carnival Ride, in early 2007, she was determined to continue to try her hand at songwriting.
3: I met with some really great writers and people that really made me feel very comfortable and let me try.
1: One of the first songs Carrie wrote was So Small. It was inspired by her own experience with fame and how it can pull you away from the important things in life.
3: The song's basically just about how everybody takes little good things for granted, like the people that are around you and the stuff that you miss because you're thinking about stupid, insignificant things. Success doesn't necessarily mean lots of money and fame and power and all that stuff. It means you know, being happy with your life and making a difference.
1: So Small became the first single off Carnival Ride, and when it was released in August 2007, it went straight to number one. The next two singles, also co-written by Carrie, topped the country charts as well. At the age of 25, Carrie Underwood seemed to have everything, except a boyfriend.
3: We're to together a big Valentine's Day tonight. I'll be at home alone, (laughs) all by myself. (laughs) I dated a lot of different kinds of guys, and I was trying to figure out what I wanted, and I always missed the mark. Everything I thought I wanted, never really turned out to make me very happy. This is Tony. He's uh, six foot two and... uh, (laughs) Six long
6: walks on the beach.
3: Yeah.
1: When Carrie brought NFL quarterback Tony Romo to the Academy of Country Music Awards in May of 2007, tabloid rumors swirled about the country girl and her Dallas cowboy.
3: My problem was someone would snap a picture or see us out on a date or talking and we're immediately in a relationship. And we're so in love, or whatever it was, when all you're trying to do is figure out what kind of person you want to spend the rest of your life with.
1: A few months later, Carrie started a highly publicized romance with gossip girl heartthrob, Chase Crawford. And by the spring of 08, the world knew how it ended.
3: We broke up like over text, so it's, it wasn't even like, it's like, peace out. I'm not the kind of person to sit around and be he brokenhearted about it. I'd work for about a day, and after that, it's time to go be awesome. Most of my um, like heartache breakup songs are more revenge songs.
1: <laughs> in October of 2008, Carrie's bass player, Mark Childers, thought he had found the solution to her dating problems when he fixed her up with Mike Fisher, a professional hockey player from Canada.
3: I mean, can I make dating more difficult? Let's get a hockey guy who lives in another country. Awesome. I'm like, we're sticking him in meet and greet because if he's weird, I don't want to deal with him.
5: Needless to say, I was a little bit nervous. First time I saw her, she was more beautiful in person than on TV.
3: I text my bass player, hot, 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 (laughs) because I thought he was cute.
5: It's the first time that I ever saw
0: her speechless, and she denies that she was speechless, but she was absolutely speechless.
3: I was not
5: speechless. She was definitely speechless.
3: He asked me if I wanted to go for a drink or something. and I said, sure.
5: As we were talking, she started eating my dessert.
3: I was like, ooh, let me try. And then I'm like, here, try this one.
5: That's when I kind of knew that things were going OK.
3: <laughs> so we exchanged numbers, and we started talking on the phone quite a bit for the next like three months.
5: We have a lot of the same values and beliefs, and we just got along real well, and we we're a real good fit.
1: By the time they had their first official date on New Year's Eve 2008, Carrie knew that she was falling for Mike.
3: We hadn't kissed yet, but uh, finally midnight rolls around and, you know, put down the champagne, here it comes. Um, That's kind of a romantic story, I guess. Our first kiss was on New Year's Eve. Sparks fly, you know, when, when you have the spark with somebody and you have a connection, that's wonderful. But then when you agree on the core things in your life, your beliefs and your, your faith, then that, that does connect you to somebody even deeper.
1: Coming up, Carrie's Cinderella story gets its fairy tale wedding when Behind the Music continues.
0: Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start
6: your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners.
1: By early 2009, Carrie Underwood had two chart-topping albums and ten number-one singles under her belt. The 25-year-old had become one of the youngest performers ever to be inducted into the Grand Ole Opry. The newest member of the Grand Ole Opry
3: was Carrie Underwood.
5: Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys so much. Um,
3: I just want to thank everybody at the Opry for having me as a part of your family, because it really seems like a great family to be a part of.
1: And finally, she had someone to share her success with. She had fallen in love with hockey star Mike Fisher.
3: I've never considered myself a person to like need a man in my life to make me feel complete, but I need that man, (laughs) that particular one.
5: There's so much to love about her. She's she's funny, she's very caring. She loves me with you know everything she's got and I do the same for her.
1: Carrie's love for Mike and their shared faith became a powerful source of inspiration for her next album, Play On. Mike actually came up with the idea for the song, Temporary Home. And Carrie wrote a dedication to Mike in the liner notes of the album to thank him.
3: I was like, oh gosh, if we break up. This is gonna be really. This is gonna be like on there forever. Um, But I I had to acknowledge him. You know, he he had become an important part of my life and inspired. You know, a lot of the songs that were on that album.
1: On December twentieth, two thousand nine, almost a year to the day of their first date, Mike proposed in the woods near his home in Ottawa.
3: It was just a really sweet moment, you know, he said my full name, Carrie Marie Underwood, you know, will, will you marry me? Got down on his knee, like every man should, and um, I tackled him in the snow. <laughs> like, and, and I did, forgot to even look at the ring, like I wasn't even paying attention.
5: Which I thought, man, that's a good sign, <laughs> she doesn't care about the ring, so. But then I was like, are you gonna look at the ring?
3: It's <laughs> like, oh, whoa. <laughs> It was beautiful. And then after that, we prayed together, you know, that, you know, we were both so excited and we just wanted God to watch over us and our, you know, our plans and our marriage and whatever might happen from that day forward.
1: On July 10th, 2010, Carrie and Mike were married in a small ceremony at a Georgia resort. And Carrie channeled the emotion of her wedding day into the video for her next single, Mama's Song. It was shot only a couple of months after the ceremony featuring her real-life husband and mother.
3: I know dads give their daughters away, but it was really mom that was the one letting go. I think it was probably hard for me because she was the baby of the family. Mom cried when she first heard it. Um, she knew it was coming from a very personal place. It brings tears to my eyes because
4: I just didn't want her to leave me. <laughs> but I realized that it's just something that, that happens. And as I get older, then I can look back to my mother and think, you know, I know what she felt now,
3: so.
1: In July 2010, 27-year-old Carrie Underwood had married the man who made her Cinderella story complete, hockey star Mike Fisher. They bought a few hundred acres in the rolling hills south of Nashville, where they planned to build their dream house and raise their kids someday.
3: I want my kids to just love being outside and love getting dirty and, you know, climbing trees.
5: She'll have probably a herd of animals, and I know she's gonna be a great mom because she loves her dogs. Like, I've never seen anyone love anything.
1: In 2012, Carrie returned with a vengeance, releasing her highly anticipated fourth album, Blown Away. The first single, Good Girl, became Carrie's 15th number one hit.
3: Thank you, fans, so much for this. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you, Mike. I love you.
1: With over 15 million albums sold, Carrie has fulfilled Simon Cowell's prediction of being the most successful American Idol ever.
2: That is the finest singer uh, in this business.
0: She's on par to become a legendary artist. And I can't say that for every Idol winner.
1: She's an artist that sings for the fans. She's not up there, hey, You love me, it's I love you.
4: This makes me very proud for her and I love to see
3: her perform, but I love the things that she can do for others as well. It's important to me to know that I've done the best job that I can to to be a positive thing in the world. I feel like it's not about accolades or the sales numbers or the you know awards or any of that it's about helping people with their lives and making a difference that way if it all ended tomorrow I'm I'm so blessed and so happy for everything that I've gotten to do but I hope it doesn't end tomorrow you know I hope I have a, a long happy career and um, other than that I'm on, I'm on God's timing we'll see what happens
1: With a total of seven Grammy Awards and 12 Billboard Music Awards, this provincial Cinderella has become the most critically acclaimed country music artist of all time. She is currently in production for her ninth studio album, featuring the single Ghost Story, which was released in March 2022. The mother of two has delved into fashion, acting, fitness, and writing, expanding her talents and impact. From the American Idol stage to the Super Bowl, the Grammys, and stadium tours, this powerhouse voice has made her way into the homes and hearts of fans all over the world.
5: Listen and subscribe to Behind the Music on the iHeartRadio app, Apple
0: Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Be sure to rate and review Behind the Music on Apple Podcasts and Spotify want more episodes? You can watch Remastered, Best of the Vault, and new episodes of Behind the Music, only on Paramount+. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge.